Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. My next guest is Angela Makolwa Maobello. She is a South African author born and raised in the East Rand Township of Tembisa. Now, Angela worked as a journalist reporting mostly on crime in the 1990s. As a young journalist, Angela was concerned about the scourge of crime in South Africa and focused her energies on covering these stories in the townships. Angela published The 30th Candle in 2009 and The Black Widow Society in 2013. She now works with a number of South African writers to encourage the love of reading amongst township and rural youth through various initiatives including Read Essay which is a non-profit organization. Angela also has her own printing company. A very good evening to you Angela. Thanks so much for giving us your time. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you loud oh, and yes, clear. Yes. I said thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. I mean, this is quite this is quite a CV. I mean, you've done so many things, you know, over the years from a journalist to becoming an author. And you've done, what, two or three books already? Yeah, it's five books. Actually. Five books. Uh, yes, wow. five books and counting, hopefully. <laughs> take, us, take us through that journey of you know, moving from a journalist to an author and then to a businesswoman. Sure. Okay. So, um, as you correctly said in your intro, I started out as a journalist by reporting on crime. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, a pro- so I'd written a letter to a serial killer um, that was quite notorious at the time. And um, I was looking for an exclusive. I actually wanted to go and interview him behind bars. He'd been sentenced and incarcerated. And he responded about eight years later. Um, and he, he said that he'd like me to write his biography. And so that's how I segued into novel writing. And I actually went to visit him numerous times, you know, with the objective of writing his biography, as crazy as that sounds. But of course, he's a, he's a psychopath um, and he acted like one at some point, And I decided to actually shelve that project. But then I met a publisher and I just related this whole story. And he said, this is, this is a fantastic story. Um, maybe you should fictionalize it. So I did exactly that. Um, and that's how I wrote my debut novel in 2009, which was published by Ken Macmillan. Um, the title of that novel is Red Ink. And so from there, that's how my journey as an author actually officially kind of um, got off the ground. And so after Red Ink, I wrote uh, The Thirtieth Candle, The Blessed Girl, uh, Black Widow Society. And then last year in November, my most recent work was published also by Ken Macmillan. It's called Critical but Stable. Well, what was it like You know, apart from being a journalist during these tough times and we know our history in this country as well and and being so brave to go and approach a serial killer. I mean, you know, that's that's, uh, you know, something (laughs) I don't want to quite use that word. But yeah, I mean, it's it's I'll use brave. I mean, really, really brave. But I mean, becoming uh, I mean, you know, writing about the stories and, you know, as a journalist myself as well, you know, we get that rush from having to cover stories that not everybody can cover but you know Mm -hmm. for some reason you know it gives you that rush that adrenaline rush that you know you want to do this but I mean it must have been trying on you Um, the transition from moving from journalist to writing the novels I mean what was it like to become an author also during that time Um, it was thrilling but also quite daunting because 
you know, the kind of statistics that you'd get from publishers about um, the South African reading public. I mean, mm. uh, a bestseller then was if a book hit uh, the 3,000 mark. So literally, if your sales were 3,000 books, then you were considered a bestseller in South Africa. And it hasn't really improved. It hasn't shifted that much, um, but it has definitely improved, for instance, um, Critical But Stable, which was released in November last year, has already sold 6,000 copies now. So that's quite a shift because, you know, at that time in 2009, it would be like the life cycle of the book. If it mm. said 3,000, then we'd consider it a bestseller. So there's definitely been a huge shift. I think we can credit um, a lot of it to, you know, obviously just South Africans just being more interested in discovering African literature. Definitely, I, I credit uh, the growth of book clubs, which is quite a phenomenon right now in South Africa. And I would say that, I mean, through Readers A, which is an NGO I started with fellow authors like Vicky Savana and Sushe Kumalo, um, we actually went to schools, um, it, uh, we went to communities in rural areas and in townships and so on, um, because we realized that, you know, the kind of festivals, the literary festivals we attended were almost, were, were nearly white, not mm. even almost. There wouldn't be like a black face with the entire audience. And then, you know, the question is, you know, of course I'm writing for all readers, but you know, it is nice to the idea of seeing other African people reading your work because that's the reality that you're reflecting. You know, it, 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 it sounded like something to aspire towards, which is why we actually did a lot of um, community outreach work to kind of build that culture of reading. And um, yeah, it, 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 it's been a tough journey. And of course, I went through everything else, every, everything that a, a, a new writer goes through. It's not like my manuscript was just received by the publisher and it was wonderful and I got published immediately mm. I did get a rejection I actually got one rejection but you know you can get up to 10 rejections uh, from publishing houses because they're quite particular about the kind of manuscripts that they're looking for and also different publishing houses in South Africa publish different types of work some of them are just they only look at non-fiction and some of them look at commercial fiction which is what I write so you have to do your research as well uh, as an author when you're going out to market if you're going to go the, the commercial uh, publishing route. I was just going to say because you know I mean yes you know the market has matured we are different these days but it's taken a long time but how did you survive then because there wasn't a market for it and it must yeah. have been really hard with publishers to actually get published in the first place. Yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've always been a businesswoman as well. I'm an entrepreneur. And uh, when I left uh, journalism, uh, I actually left journalism to start a, a public relations company, uh, a communications firm, basically. And when the serial killer called me, I was already, I had already left journalism. I had like just mm. recently left journalism and I had started on this uh, entrepreneurial journey. Um, and so that's how you survive. A lot of writers, even today, have a day job like a lot of authors even some of the best-selling authors have a day job because we're not quite at a john grisham level if we if you're a a best-selling author uh, which i i fall under that category of best-selling authors but we've not reached that mark where you're selling millions and millions of copies so and even internationally i mean my book uh, the blessed girl was published by blueberry publishing which is one of the biggest uk publishing companies uh, but I also discovered that there's only a few outliers who make ridiculous amounts of money from from, from novel writing. Um, but a lot of 
authors even globally have some kind of, you know, side gig to yeah. to keep the lights going, the lights burning at the house, in the house, in their homes and all of that. Yeah. Well, I suppose it was very clever that, you know, you did the outreach and I think that was really important, but also very strategic because, you know, we have to become a nation of readers in order to sell the books and grow the market. Tell me a little bit more about the printing company now. You said, you know, you started this after you left journalism. Yes, so it's, my company is called Bright Star Communications mm-hmm. and um, you know, when I saw that there's a lot of writers who are actually going the self-publishing route which mm-hmm. is actually quite an interesting uh, business maneuver as well um, and I've, I've come to discover that, um, you know, working with a lot of self-published writers so that is the other option if you uh, you know, if you can't get published by a, a well-renowned publishing firm or if they reject you and you don't get picked up, you could uh, explore the option of self-publishing. And so when I started this printing company, it was like, what, 2019? And, you know, at first I just thought, you know, I'll print annual reports, which I was already doing through my communication company, but I would outsource. So I, the, the idea was to do corporate work. Um, but I bought the machines that actually give you the end product of a uh, perfect bound proper A5 or A4 no, uh, novel. And so I, uh, I realized that there's a whole market of, of book printing that I could tap into. And so I've printed a lot of, even my, my own peers, my, my, my writing peers, Lupita Wana's books, I don't know how, we've printed hundreds of them uh, at, 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 at Drysdale Print and Branding. And I've printed a lot of self-published writers. And that's also a very interesting route, uh, as I said, um, to choose because there the capital outlay falls on the author. Yeah. So you pay, you carry the cost for marketing, printing, distribution, mm. even getting an editor. So you do obviously have to have a bit of money to start with. But obviously um, the upside of it is that all the profits come to you. And I found, you know, speaking to authors like Dudu Busani, who's doing phenomenally well as a self-published author, somebody like Jackie, uh, uh, Jackie, um, the, the lady who writes Bear, she's doing really great also with self-publishing because I think they've got a bit of funding to actually get the job off the ground, you know, and, and their books are, are at all the major bookstores as well. And so they're able to realize profit and really make a living out of, you know, um, out of their self-publishing businesses. So it's also, I, I find that it's an interesting and exciting option for, for, for writers uh, or authors to, it's to just consider. A, you know, writing the book is just the start of it. I mean, there's so many other aspects that need to be considered when you actually get it out onto the shelves in bookstores. But of course, you've opened up this market to other young writers to come through because of the printing as well. You create a bit of competition in the market as well and more accessibility, I suppose. Angela, we're going to have to leave you there. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Looking forward to reading some of the the new books that's coming out. Angela McCulwa is of course an internationally acclaimed author and she writes crime novels so look out for her books. My Money and Me every Tuesday from 8 to 9pm on Kaya FM 95.9 Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.